It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello! <laughs> so chipper. Feels so... Mm surreal being here oh. it's so lovely the holidays are over thank the fucking lord and it feels like such a long time since we've talked i know well it, it is mate it's been a funny six weeks isn't it because the old podcast we've had to like ram stuff into one day and then had weeks of not speaking and yeah i've not enjoyed it laura i've not well loved it. if only we lived closer i know i know that's it yeah we could have just hung out couldn't we might be lush. I don't oh, know whether it would be gosh. lush with our four kids, actually. <laughs> no, I actually think out. it would be more complex and we wouldn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, why 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 put the kids into the mix? <laughs> yeah. My new year's my new year's resolution is for you and I to go on holiday alone together next year. We have to do it's that. It's gotta happen. We? Mate, it's gotta happen. Get it's gonna happen. Yeah. Need to go gonna. somewhere where we can just lie. Oh, Silently. don't because honestly, it makes me feel so excited to think about it. <laughs> Where would happened. you want to go? Somewhere hot? Italy. Oh, yes. The shower head, mate. Uh, no, that, exactly. It's cooling <laughs> my name. Oh, Victoria's <laughs> glitterous. I'm here. <laughs> Tell you what, the uh, shower heads of the Cotswolds, nah, no good. Really? In a manor house. I've just come back from three days away from. Uh, so did, did you, did you, uh, because you were showering your hair or? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was with my family. It would be too weird to. That's what I was, that's kind of fiddle. what I was getting at. You're, yeah. you're with your family and you were, you dared to Yeah, but I tested it. the pressure, not there. I just tested it to be like, okay, well, let's, let's have a look then. What's on offer here? For future. <laughs> Cotswolds is poor. future reference. No. It's, right. it's, you know, there's, I don't, I don't know what the water system is out there, but it's kind of a country house in the middle of nowhere. Not, it's not great. Jet blast. Yeah. It's, it's not great. I need a jet. I need a power washer, basically. Yeah. Power, I think I need a power washer on mine now. It's old. Oh, you know what? I just feel so, just so lost after the six weeks holiday about everything, about my identity, my sexuality. <laughs> Everything, my career, my my intellectual capacity for anything. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm a husk. That's what I feel like. I know, but we made it. Like, uh, can we all just give ourselves congratulations? Congratulate ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we need a big old pat on the back. Oh fucking hell! You know we're here. I know. By, by the thread of a very weak hair, but we are here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in body, but not in mind. No, spirit, no, no. You know what? Here. I dropped the kids off at school yesterday. I came home, I sat on the sofa and I didn't fucking move. Yeah. There were points where I wasn't even doing anything. I was just staring at the fireplace quietly. I know, but that's it. And I think that's what I've, I've had three days away without my children. Um, and it was the best end of the holiday ever because yeah. now today I've come back. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually capable of starting some work now. Yeah. Because there was no, 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 no. I couldn't do that on yeah. Friday. I just was like, I just brain fried. 
brain fried. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you do have the opportunity to give yourself a little rest, I know a lot of people don't have that luxury. No, though. they don't. That's the shit thing shit. about it. Yeah. Or even if you've got young kids and they're not in school yet, or you know, they're not in preschool yet, it's so fucking hard. Yeah. I think the realities of like everyday working is that, you know, if you're not working like an absolute cunt, you're at home being treated like one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolute. And being self employed and trying to work alongside childcare is or, or like or like looking after kids it is so difficult i know we said that mm. before but i've really fucking struggled with it i know but you know people will moan about the fact that we're moaning about our careers because we're hashtag blessed influencers so yeah but I they think... can go fuck themselves because they don't True. know anything they don't know anything they aren't living it until you live it fuck off that's what you I know say. what i'm i'm totally down with anyone telling me to shut the fuck up being a self-employed person who is the manager of her own business when i i have a nanny i have a chef and i have a cleaner yeah but like when when i have all of those things you can tell me to get fucked yeah until then i am still just considered a self-employed person that has to pay her taxes at the end of the year with no additional help and you are the nanny the chef i am Everyone, you're yeah. all of those things. I'm the fucking agony aunt. I'm everything. I'm the bum yeah. wiper. I'm the yeah. clothes dresser. So get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I am. I'm not in the mood for bullshit today. To be fair, Vic, I'm really not in the fucking mood. So, uh... what was the highlight of your holiday? <sighs> Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, um, it was really nice when we went down. We went to down. To, we went down to Devon, didn't we? Mm. I don't think we've recorded since then, have we? No, no we, we, haven't. we haven't. Yeah, so we went down to Devon. That was really nice. We went with our friends Carly and Joe and their kids. Um, their kids get on really well with our kids. It just it's a wonderful little little uh, gathering of people. When you get that mixture, that combination oh, right, it's, it's bloody bliss, isn't it? I never ever feel anxious about going away with them because I just think it'll work. Yeah. And when you find that group of people where you don't feel like you've got to over apologize or over analyze, I mean, I still over analyze because I'm an anxious cunt. (laughs) But I've said cunt quite a lot. We've only been on a call for five minutes. Uh, So yeah, I just think it's important when you find people and it and it just you know it just marries together. It works. It works, darling. It works. Um, Obviously, what was the low point then? I mean. So many low points, mate. mate. I can't. I can't choose because I've had that many. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot tell you, oh. mate. My cortisol levels must be <laughs> mental. They must be like how I've not had some type of heart attack yet is beyond me because I my permanent fight or flight. It's not very often off. No, I know. You know what? I've got my. I've got a Fitbit now. I'm a Fitbit wanker. Um, you know what that is, don't you? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what that is. So it tracks my heart rate, and oh um, my god, I know, but it's so it's like it is crazy how frequently my heart rate really increases when I'm dealing with the kids. Like yeah. I just when they're really stressing me out, it gets so fucking high. Yeah. It's like yeah, I am also very flighty, and I do wonder, like long term, the damage. What that, that what is that actually doing to my body? <laughs> I already have health anxiety, so I don't even need to worry about it. You don't need to know. I don't don't need to know because I'm. It's just gonna. It's. It will only add to the cortisol levels that are already pumping through my body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Vic, I don't have a news article this week, uh, but I do have this to read. Okay. 
somebody, one of our followers sent it to us and said they felt like this belonged with us to deal with. All right. Okay. So this is a Facebook comment. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the person is a, it says professor Mm -hmm. of what I'm going to say probably his own bum hole. At least women can feel sex when on birth control. I would take anything in the arm easily over having to use a condom and not even being in contact with a girl. Someone's response. Only 20% of women orgasm vaginally. Vaginally. (laughs) Vaginally. We don't feel it either way. But this is the bit that got me. Only orgasming clitorally is a symptom of female autism. And... What? <laughs> the number is much different than you say. Women can orgasm for up to 45 minutes during one session. Maybe you're unlucky. I've seen both. We could all, um, you could always change. Just like as a man, I can train myself to not orgasm at all if it, inter- if it entertains me more. Hey. So he's what basically saying you can train yourself to not orgasm. What, as a woman or a man? As He says as, as a man either. you can. Yeah. You could, well, yeah, you probably could train yourself a little bit to build up some resistance to orgasming orgasming via your clitoris is a sign of female autism then that means that most of the females that i know are autistic we did this before didn't we about orgasming either vaginally or vaginally vaginally um, or from your clit and it was so like it was really high. It was like seventy. It was at least seventy five percent of women needed to have clitoral stimulation, which means seventy five percent of the female population is autistic, and they didn't He's even know shit, it. Isn't he? Is this the because, professor? Is that him yeah, saying that? Yeah, professor of his own bum hole. Yeah, that's what we're going to call him. That's the title of the podcast. Professor, of his, professor of his own bum hole. <laughs> but the, the idea that as a woman. We can only have pleasure via where a dick goes. But I mean, oh, no. is that not the most fucking ego-driven idea of what a man... Fuck it. Oh, uh, uh, no, only when my dick's inside a girl can a girl have an orgasm. Fuck off, you fucking bellend. It's I want to so meet you. It's like, uneducated, though, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. you obviously haven't and, had sex with many women, if that's and what And also to say, oh, I don't feel anything when I wear a condom. Oh, well, boo-hoo fucking you. Go and have a million kids then, or go and get a fucking STD, you silly wanging cunt. Or why oh, don't you... I'm sure oh, that... I'm not happy today. <laughs> Why doesn't he take contraception? Yeah. I thought that was coming out now, the male I contraception. I know, but you know what, mate? I would not trust these. Would you trust Rob? No. We'd, be, we'd have had so many kids by now. We'd be knocking well, them out one after the other. Not if it was an injection, though. If it was an injection that lasted three I'd months. I'd fucking stab it in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laura's a bit angry today. I don't know where it's come from. It's because you can finally have an outlet for your rage after the six weeks of looking after children. Yeah, because and this is the thing, Vic. We both are quite, we've adopted, I've more recently, having done much research and uh, looking into the psychological benefits of gentle parenting, uh, has so many benefits to the child. <laughs> but that but means absolutely that none to the parent. Fuck all to you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm done with parents. I think my gentle parenting days are over, mate. <laughs> I can't be calm anymore. I've had enough. I, I think maybe actually having a bit of a break is really, really helpful to just reset the patience. Yeah, I've lost to reset it. the gentleness. Because yeah. at the moment, I feel very much like the Incredible Hulk rather than And they than, like, say you know, one Mary thing, Poppins. I'm like, fuck off! No, I yeah. don't say that to them, but in, you know, internally. You have social services at your door before you know it. <laughs> don't worry, they've been around already. <laughs>
Yeah, I just can't. I can't. I find it really hard with the gentle parenting thing because on one hand, I totally get it. But then on the other hand, there is a part of me that thinks, are we not just raising these totally fucking self-entitled little pricks? Do you know what I mean? It's hard. It's yeah, a balance. Yeah, no, it is, it is a balance. Like, I think for me, I've there, wanted... There has I've, to be boundaries with it and they've got to be firm I, and you've got to stick to them. Yeah, yeah, because this is the thing, like, I found difficult. I'm not very good with boundaries. Um and I'm trying to get better at them. And the reason why, like, I've adopted the idea of gentle parenting or gentler parenting is um, I can see the benefits of, like, how open the communication between me and the boys have become, especially with Elliot because he's older. Yeah. Like I said to you, <laughs> so one of his mates doesn't like me. Well, he now calls me the devil. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's and, still friends with Elliot. Yeah. And Elliot was on the phone to me yesterday because he's walking back from school. He's letting me know. He's in senior school now. Let me know where he is. And he went, oh, blank. It's the devil. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> God. And I went, <laughs> uh, Elliot, uh, and Elliot went, oh, it's blank here. I've just told him the devil's here. And then I could hear his mate in the background going, ooh. And then when, when we were sat down having dinner, I went, um, Elliot, just to let you know, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And he was like, oh, I don't think you're the devil. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and also just throwing that word around to other people. He went, oh, I'm really sorry that I hurt your feelings. And I think like he never would have done that before. And I recognize the fact that because like I validate his feelings, yeah. I don't want to make this a fucking therapy edit, but I'm just saying it just benefits my kids, whatever. <laughs> But they're still little dickheads. But they're still little dickheads, yeah. Yeah, no, there are benefits to it, but I think sometimes it's just such hard work to do it when you're really tired and you you just don't care anymore. No, and, and that's the thing. And you like, just want them to put their fucking you. shoes on, you know. <laughs> this morning I went out to the conservatory. One of them was bitching, and I went out into the conservatory where they were nowhere near, and I was just like showing every single finger. I was like, "Fuck not, fuck not you." <laughs> If I didn't have that outlet to be able to walk into another room and do that, yeah. it's such pure regression. Yeah. I don't think I could do what I do as a parent. No, no, but that's what I do. I have to just go into another room and I'm literally like, oh, fuck off, you fucking little selfish cunt. And then go downstairs, I'm like, okay, yeah. we're going to do this now. And and I was talking to my I friend about think it. It's she really does it, too. it is because you're getting it out and you like, you just need to You're not to taking release. it out on your children. No, you're, you're not, not you're then doing, doing this passive aggressive bullshit where you're like affecting them by losing your shit at them. Yeah. You're losing your shit and it feels so much more satisfying because you're letting it all out and you're not damaging anybody. Yeah. They're not being hurt by it. They're not kicking off because of it, but yeah. you feel better for just being like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. It's great. I think that's my best parenting tip to anyone out there. Yeah, and mine. Walk <laughs> out of a room and just be like, you fucking cunt. I fucking hate you. Make sure they're gone here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to make... Otherwise, you can't... It can't be within their, like, remit. They can't yeah. hear you. No. Because then it ruins the effect. It ruins the full benefit of it. Yeah. But being able to do it and just, like, really give it the full 
180 of like being a complete bastard on the stairs because yeah. you can be and then yeah. walking into the living room being like it's okay sweetheart yeah i totally oh, chill it's okay. i haven't just given you the repeated birds it's yeah. all fine yeah yeah but it does i feel like that's the only way that i can pair in i've done a lot of that i think i've um, maybe even select a swear room that you could just go into and swear yeah. the same room yeah oh if these four walls could silk <laughs> <laughs> We love being parents. We do. It's fantastic. Right, should we have a story? We had a lot of um, tidy up time from when we talked about uh, chat rooms, salacious chats in the chat rooms. If you remember, do you remember that? Yeah. Here we go. So, so episode ninety-five. Whether when you were chatting about whether online chat is cheating, I have my own experience to share with you. So I've been with my partner nearly 17 years. We got together when I was 15 and I had our baby when I was 17. I never really experienced that many men before my partner and I felt really lonely. So I did used to chat to men online. At the time, I didn't think I was cheating as I never actually met any of them. I would send news and receive them. Wowzers. I know, but there was this one man that I did have good conversations with and felt like he was a friend. My partner found out and I stopped doing it. But ever since that, he hasn't trusted me 100%. So now I'm more wise. I do think it is a form of cheating. The man that thought, uh, the man that became a friend messaged me on Facebook not that long ago, just saying it looks like I'm doing well in life and he doesn't care if I don't message back, but he wants to know how I am. I didn't message back as I didn't want to put my partner through that again. So yes, I do think online chat is a form of cheating i've got another one here it says this is again about it so around 12 years ago i had a period of several months where i was addicted to going on these chat rooms on a daily (gasps) basis during the week not on the weekend as my husband was home this is really interesting actually i read this one i thought this is a good one to read because this is about the context of why you might be attracted to talking to someone online um so she was on maternity leave after the birth of her daughter and she was suffering from a bad case of postnatal depression it got to the point of not leaving the house as it all just felt too hard i felt like a prisoner i initially had the idea of going on the chat rooms while my baby was sleeping as a way of talking to others during the day as i was lonely and too shy to go to baby groups and naively thought it would be easier way to chat to people but of course these rooms are just breeding grounds for people wanting to sex chat As soon as you log in, you have loads of men messaging you wanting your attention. I quickly found I could escape from reality and pretend to be anyone I wanted for a while. I can so see that. Exactly. I never gave personal info, never spoke or shared photos. It was all purely text talking within the chat room. But I found I was really good at it. I could spin these elaborate erotic role play fantasies telling these men that I, what I would do to them. And I felt really powerful. I could outdo any erotic novel, a far cry from what I was feeling in real life. But I never lead anyone on or catfish anyone. I was clear that it was a one-time text chat exchange and only ever in the chat room. The crazy thing was I wasn't personally getting off on it at the time of doing it. It wasn't turning me on at all. It was just an escape from reality. That's fucking interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like literally, I don't know. I don't know if I could not find it a turn on. I I think I, I would. I definitely find it a massive turn on. Yeah, I would as well, I think. I've never told my husband or anyone else. First time secret reveal on podcast. He is a wonderful man, excellent husband and father. He would be gutted. 
as I would if I ever found out he was doing something like that to me. For my own mental health, I try not to think of it as cheating, as in my mind, it wasn't me doing it. It was these elaborate characters I'd made up. And I very much see it as a symptom of the depression I was going through. Yeah, totally. Although I suppose to some people that would just be an excuse and it would still be inexcusable in their opinion. It lasted for several months, but I managed to put a stop to it as I recognised I was getting addicted to it to the point of getting anxious if I hadn't logged on for the day. It's not something I've ever done before the post-natal depression and it's not something I would or I have or would ever do since. The only small plus side to it was that it did bring mine and my husband's sex life back. Before the baby, we always had a great sex life, but then, then maybe it does. It did inadvertently turn around. Yeah, then. that definitely definitely helped because it probably sparked like a bit of lust and made in her the like remember that she was a sexual person yeah. as well. You know, even Not if she wasn't turned on in the moment. But during the depression, it had totally gone. But after a while of talking in the chat rooms, it kind of brought my mojo back. Talking to the strangers did nothing for me to turn me on while talking to them, but it sort of empowered me to get back in there with my husband and help me realize I was still a desirable sexual woman. That's it. Yeah, baby, you are. Um, if uh, I'm sorry that's so long. It's fine if you don't use it. It just felt good to get it out after all these years. Oh, Aww, thanks her. for sharing. Yeah, thank you. You know, I think with even when someone um cheats, sort of in the more traditional sense, because it's so grey, isn't it? I mean, you're not physically doing anything. No, and I think that's the thing that makes it a little bit more complicated now because. You know what? What is cheating, and and what does it look like now in comparison to what it would have looked like twenty years ago? I think it's about if you break the trust. I don't know, but then at the same time, like what she was going through, something so vastly different than what we can. Like I've gone through postnatal depression, but I've never gone through it like that. Yeah. But I can also see how it could become so addictive because it's like you're getting that attention and it's not necessarily the attention that you want, but it's making you feel good because it's there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? mean? Come on, maternity leave is so fucking boring. If I'd known about these chat rooms, yeah, you would have been on there. You'd have been all over it. <laughs> My family would have been spread all over the fucking internet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, um, it's just all the context of the situation, isn't it? As, as with any scenario in life, you yeah. can't really just make a blanket judgment on something. No, definitely not. Um, but if Rob does it, I am going to chop his balls off. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Steve wouldn't have a fucking hope in Helen surviving that ordeal. I mean, Rob is absolutely shit at sex chat on the, the old text messages, so absolutely no way would he survive. Yeah, Steve would say things like, oh, thank you so much, you know, and you're like, ooh, don't say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, thanks. What? Excuse Thank me. Thank you so much. That's really lovely. So, wow. I want to hear That's something lovely. absolutely filthy and disgusting. Well, let me tell you something, Laura. I've been having very erotic dreams recently. Have you? Yeah. Like this morning, I woke up and was on I the verge of those. having an orgasm. Oh, I love those. I know they're you, great, But you know what? They? When I go to bed, I try and recreate them the following night before yeah. I'm asleep. Like, oh my God, I don't want another dream of that. Yeah. But then my mind gets too complicated with it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, no, he doesn't look quite like that. <laughs> yeah. The people that I've been having sex dreams about have all been my ex-work colleagues. Oh, how weird. I know. Like from the same workplace. I mean, I did work in the same place for 12 years. But the funniest one was the one last night was like the um, really sort of zany it guy so if you're listening <laughs> i'm um, interested my email's down why don't you get in contact with me <laughs> imagine imagine if he did he's got a wife and three kids i think uh, um, that doesn't but hey it's all context isn't it it's, it's all context 
so I put a poll out on um on social media on TikTok. No, I didn't. It's not on TikTok at no. all. It's on Instagram. And the question was, where's the most public place you've ever had sex and have you been caught? Now, the one that caught my eye and made me laugh so fucking much because I have so many questions around it is recently got fingered in a church hall while sorting out the brownie cupboard. Oh my God. Mortified, but also need to get it off my chest. So confessing to you, lovely ladies, please no names. (laughs) I need to know more. I know, so do I. Sacrilege. So I mean, I've had it... sex in the graveyard, so it's fine. You know, we're all in the same in going to hell team. Whore? Yeah, Who I know. Did it? And what the priest? Yeah, the brownies. <laughs> yeah, the priest or the brown owl. You know, no, who was if it, it was the priest from um, yeah, the, the Henry yes. sucking. Oh, no, not him. No, from Fleabag. He's in my fantasies oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah, that scene. I've not seen all Neil. of it. Mate. <laughs> Is it going to be oh, my sex life? Yeah. It's so good. Um, yeah, the brown owl, cheeky old brown owl, finger in the old brown bum. Brown owl at the, at the bum? Is the brown owl a woman or a man or can it be anyone? Woman? Is it? Oh, it has to be a woman, yeah, absolutely. So we need to know more details about this, please. If the full story, how did it happen? Is it someone that you've been attracted to for a long time? Like, how does this shit happen? I know. Was it your husband? Was it a mate? Yeah. Was you it know, just a random it... churchgoer? Was it a part of the Brown Owl crew? Was it, did you get a badge for it? See, this is part of brownies. <laughs> Getting fingered in the cupboard in the church hall badge. Was the hall full of people. Yeah. Like, we need, and and I, I appreciate you want to get it off your chest, but we need you to get it more off your chest because... I just love, I would just fucking love the idea of walking in on that, which makes it, that sounds a lot worse out of my mouth than it did in my head. I'd be like, girls, boys, what's going on? <laughs> no, was it was it the end of brownies? What did is she, she? Did she come? She's a brown owl. That's another thing. Did she yeah. come? Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of being fingered. Um, I think when it's done right and it's done well, it's fucking brilliant. Who sees shit at it? <laughs> I think that's the issue here. <laughs> I um I, I had one ex lover, ex lover, who was like so good at it. It was, was he fists of God, was he? Yeah, it was like oh, oh my God. just knew exactly ah! the, the pressure, the tempo, the tempo. He just got it. He just got so it. So Rob and Steve are out, but yeah, your previous soz lover, Rob. <laughs> soz Rob, soz Steve, you shit at it. At least there's some men out there. This is why I think I'd be interested in a woman. I bet a woman would just fucking know. I literally just watched a video of Miriam Margles, who's your favourite, talking to Louis Farouk about having sex with women and saying that's the thing with lesbians. Lesbians apparently have way better sex than straight heterosexual couples. Because obviously it's like you'd know what to do with a fanny because you've got one. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how I... Imagine a sexual experience with a woman is to be so much more like hot and steamy. You go on for fucking hours. I saw someone say about the fact that it was a guy interviewing people in the street, and he walked over to this woman and said, "Oh, roughly, how long do like do you have sex for?" She was like, "I don't know, about five hours." And he went, "What?" She went, "Oh, well, I'm a lesbian." She said, "So we can like we can go on for like five hours." And he was like, 
oh <laughs> and I think he was expecting her to be like oh yeah you know like 15 minutes or six minutes and she was like four hours what the oh, fuck that's too long I'm not down with that I'm not down with that with a man no I'm not down with that just full stop mate I think uh, I'm, I want to be done and dusted within 30 minutes max that's that's all I'm giving hot, time if to it's it. hot and steamy it's, it's keeping the longevity up of the hot and steam, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes I, the hot and steam can be there well. and all of a sudden, yeah, once I've come. I'm, Do you know what I mean? Done. I'm a bit like, I'm nah. like, Steve, hurry up, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to put another wash on, hurry up. <laughs> oh, I've just, another wash it's on. It's kind of, I don't know, like, I, I have, I do remember having sex with one guy and um, having, like, just having multiple orgasms, one after the other for ages. Just be like, Meh. but by the end of it, I was just like a little ragdoll. Yeah. And my vagina was like, don't touch me. <laughs> when it's like hypersensitive. Yeah, yeah, it just really hurt. I'm ruined. Like, my clip feels like it's been rubbed off, you know. <laughs> it's just too much, too much. So I'll go for a 20 minute up, please. But if the build, I know what you mean, the build up, the build up to it, that can be yeah. prolonged. But even that four hours, I like to be yeah. asleep by half nine. I know, you are a bit of a nana, aren't you? <laughs> I've also got another story that's come in off the back of that um, okay. poll good not in public but fuck my life my 67 year old auntie is staying with us visiting as she lives 300 miles away we were perfect hosts and let her uh, have our bedroom for our stay we slept on the sofa bed downstairs unexpected but amazing sunday morning sex session tried to be quiet during as said auntie was in the room above but may have gotten slightly vocal over the control, as you do. Fast forward to us getting dressed and putting the room back to normal. I opened the curtains to my auntie, sat under the window in the sun <laughs> with a brew. Morning. I've been sat in the sun for about an hour. It's lovely. <laughs> oh, shit. Meanwhile, my other half dies inside and announces he's moving house. <laughs> like, she's your mum. And I've been railing you with her about three foot away. Oh God! <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh well, they didn't know, did they? No, but as in the auntie. Well, uh, because I think in some, I mean, how did she get there? She would have had to have been sat there for ages. She doesn't need to say it, like you know, she could have just said. No, but if I walked downstairs and I was like, oh, okay, I would go back upstairs. But None maybe she, maybe she'd that. already like she'd already gone outside, and then she started to hear it. Oh I don't God. know what I'd do if I started hearing someone having sex. I'd probably just listen and laugh. No, I wouldn't. I'd be, I'd panic. I'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> put your ear defenders on. I would. I'd put my children's ear defenders on so that I wouldn't have to hear it. Yeah, I, I can't think the last time I've heard someone having sex. I haven't heard anyone having sex. I haven't even heard myself having sex for God knows how long. But it is hard to be quiet, isn't it? I find yeah. it. I don't like being quiet. I think it ruins it. I don't like it. It frustrates me. Can you not be quiet on your own though? Because that's the funny thing. I can definitely yeah, be quiet on my I own. Can. But then when I'm with a partner, I find it harder. Yeah, but then I think because sex with a partner feels better. And because you're you're letting them know, yeah, you're doing a good job. Well done. I think because if I'm being quiet, it's because I really don't want Steve to know that I masturbating. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Um, just sneaking a quick flick bean flick in yeah whereas if i'm you know if steve's there then i don't have to i don't have to pretend like i'm not having sex because he's there yeah i don't know if i am you know i wouldn't obnoxiously be like i'm gonna go and masturbate now and be like you're not welcome that's like a bit of an arsehole you can't come because you're shit fingering (laughs) yeah because you can't finger me you fucking idiot 
<laughs> I need brown owl here. Uh, mate, speaking of brown owl, I've got a poo. Like, I need to go and do a poo. Like, oh, this is, it, I've been clenching okay. and I can't, I can't hold on any longer. <laughs> I think we've done enough, haven't we? Well, if we have, we're going we to round, up? round the fuck right, up. We're rounding up, we're rounding up. Because um, my stomach is is an, is in a real knot. Right. Okay. So if you want to keep sending us your stories, um, please do email us at noholesbardpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Oh, Laura. They can go on over to, I mean, I've got goosebumps right now. Is that I'm how bad that poo this, is? I, it, this, this poo is like, it's talking to me. <laughs> Very cerebral right now. Don't starfish me live. <laughs> You can head on over to our Instagram page at No Holds Barred Podcast and you can go to our DMs and you can send us a private message or voice note us or you can also follow us. That would be nice. Thank you very much. And in addition to that, please can you rate and subscribe whatever the fuck it is on all of the platforms that you listen because it makes a big difference to us. Oh my God, I need to go. All right. We'll, we'll see you next week. See you Did you next hear my Tuesday stomach slags? No. Oh my God. Go before you right, do bye. a poo. I love all you. Right, bye, 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 love bye, you bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.